Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living. Well, welcome everyone. This is Laurie Seymour at Wisdom Talk Radio. And this is, uh, this is a whole other thing today that we're doing here, and I'm excited about it. Um, I'm not even going to do our usual intro, the usual intro for me or about me. I'm going to jump right in because I'm here with uh, Trey Kaufman and Ernie Welsh. Hello. They have a podcast uh, as well. And we're doing this as a co-creative collective podcast for both of our podcasts. And I, I haven't done this before. I don't know if too many people have actually. But I want to give each Trey and Ernie an opportunity to introduce themselves um, because this is something new. And um, we're going to talk about things around leadership, around what's going on in the world right now, and how we can really keep connected with ourselves so that we bring our own um, our own leadership into the world. I mean, how are we demonstrating by how we live our own leadership essence? And then how does that ripple out and impact the, the community, the greater community and the world? So Trey, Ernie, who would like to jump in and just to say something about who you are? Go for it, Trey. Right, go ahead, brother. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'll speak for myself and then you can go. Um, so I'm uh, a husband, a father, and a coach, a mindfulness and embodiment coach. And for the last three years, well, for the last four years, I guess, since I had children and really uh, activated something within me, I've been seeking uh, my own greatest potential and connection. Uh, and then that's evolved a lot. And so now I'm spending a lot of time figuring out how to share that with the world. And I do that um, through guiding meditations, holding different classes um, in person and now um, over, over the internet. And, uh, and I do one-on-one -on -one coaching as well, as well as uh, uh, also coaching two young children and just being the best that I can for them. Uh, so this idea of personal leadership is, um, it's where, where my mind often resides. So I'm really happy to be here with you guys to do that, to talk about it. And Ernie, <clears throat> uh, I'm thrilled to be able to do this with you, with you as well, Lori. My name is Trey Kaufman. Uh, I am in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, along with Ernie, uh, we host the, the Mosaic Life podcast. Uh, we came together a couple of years ago, um, through some entrepreneurship. Uh, Ernie and I are both business owners. I own 2237 Designs, uh, focus on web design and maintenance for, for businesses. And uh, Ernie came together with me because um, we had a, a joint interest in mindfulness. Um, I don't even know if it started with meditation. I think the first words we said to each other were Tim Ferriss, and then our eyes lit up. <laughs> and uh, it's been, you know. And then uh, it was Tara Brock. <laughs> and then it was Tara Brock. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's been a joy ride from there. Um, well, I, I'm learning a lot. Uh, especially from Ernie. Um, I'm a longtime podcaster, but I, I'm, I'm constantly 
analyzing the way I speak because Ernie, as you'll come to see, is the most thoughtful speaker I've ever met, which I truly appreciate. And uh, um, uh, Lori and I have had a, a couple conversations, and it's it's this this I know we're thousands of miles apart, but this just feels like such a a great collaboration that I'm I'm just thrilled at the opportunity. So Lori, thank you for hosting. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my pleasure. My, my really is my pleasure. And I guess I should say introduce myself because while long-term listeners of Wisdom Talk Radio may, you know, have heard me over and over again introduce myself, <laughs> your audience hasn't. So um, I, I did start Wisdom Talk Radio with five other people and we were a collective for a period of time and as things go and as things changed, um, I am now the, the, the solo person but always in conversation, or at least often in conversation with, uh, with thought leaders, with, with really interesting people who, are, who come on to have great conversations and offer something to, to um, our listening audience. Um, I'm the CEO and founder of the Baca Institute, where people get to discover their co their co-creative advantage and to be able to with uh, something i have on my website the the creative um innovator quiz you get to find out your creative innovator style so that you are able to open your creative flow so you make everything in life easier and because um, it's all about for me it's about that interconnection and how we optimize that interconnection so that we get to receive more of our own next steps and what we need to do while enjoying every minute of it. That's beautiful. I, I, I love, you know, I, I know our relationship is young, but uh, I, I love all the things that you're doing. And I, 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 I'm excited to learn more about it. And I'm excited to give our audience the opportunity to learn more as well. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, I guess it's worth saying there's an elephant in the room and, you know, we were having a really great conversation prior to hitting record. Um, so Lori, when we started talking about how we want to structure this conversation and, you know, again, Ernie and I are pretty loosely based when it comes to the conversations we have, we talked about how we as leaders and, and podcasters can contribute to the community at large. And now it seems like people are looking to their leaders for guidance um, because, you know, of the, of the national pandemic or the international pandemic. And so I would like to kind of jump right in to talk about how we can lend that guidance to people in our network. Great. That's a, yeah, it's a great, I mean, it's obviously is the elephant in the room and, and while we want these to be evergreen, and I'd rather this be short-lived. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. Um, but it is, it is so important in this time to be able to, to tap into, to find, to find some way through the fear to that bigger picture of what, is, of what we're being called to do. Uh, what we're being not not only asked to do from our governments, um, but what we're being called to do almost in service to a higher purpose, if I can say that. Absolutely. And so as 
I, I'm, I'm personally doing my best to keep the fear down. I mean, people are doing the best they can to make sure that we remain healthy. But coming, I, I'm coming from this as a meditator. Mm-hmm. I'm approaching you two as meditation instructors. What can we do to maintain level-headedness and help convey that to others, to either one of you? Mm. Ernie, you want, you want to give a, a sure. on that? Yeah. yeah, I can jump in. Um, if, for me, personally, and I, and I really hope this is true for everyone, but it, it feels like it comes down to personal practice, uh, whatever that whatever that is. I mean, there are so many different forms of uh, getting in touch with your body, getting in touch with your breath and, uh, and getting in touch with that creative flow. Like you talked about earlier, uh, Lori, you know, this, this higher purpose and, and being in flow towards that thing. Um, and everybody has their own way of doing it. And some people haven't found that way of doing it, which is why this, that's why this might be challenging for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so personally, when I speak for myself, I, I just know I need to be alone for, a, for some period of time during the day. And I need to be really in touch with my breath, almost like infinitely in touch with my breath and then some type of movement. Um, those are very foundational. And, and when I'm not doing simply those three things, uh, I, there are stark reminders of that in the way that I'm interacting with people. Um, in the way that I feel, the way that I'm thinking, you know, I, I, some something might come to a head to remind me, oh, I'm, I'm freaking out, and <laughs> and I haven't I haven't done anything but move since I've and, and go 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 since I woke up. So, uh, yeah, for me, it's it it really comes down to that personal practice of what you do to connect to internally and externally um, as best as you can. I, you know, I'm thinking you said, uh, the first thing you said was about spending some time alone. And for those of us, and I'm right in there with you, who, who love that uh, and who need that, this, is, this can be a great opportunity. For those people who, who thrive on being around other people or who are simply not used to spending time and having to create what it is that that time looks like, this is really hard. Mm. Um, the people that are being that are being told you got to work from home, and I you know I've worked from home much of my career, wh- whatever I've been doing. Um, so you know I know how to do that. But when you're when you're in the position of, well, now what? You know, what do I do? How do I how do I meditate? How do I you know what does that even mean? And you mentioned that movement piece, and I think that's so important because movement can be such a great way, just simply quiet, just even stretching, stretching, but, but being, being aware as you do that, kind of staying, maybe staying with your breath and seeing, oh, this would feel really good to stretch my arm straight out and then up in the air and, you know, seeing how your body is feeling and then letting that dictate to you how you might want to, uh, how you might want to move. Yeah. And I think people underestimate or maybe aren't even aware of how much we hold our habits in our, in our body, like in the Mm. muscular tissue of our body and, and some of the 
quickest ways for me to break free of, of insecurity or fear is to simply do some stretches, mostly in my shoulders, my neck, and my chest, and then, of course, some deep breathing. So I think that's another, another important aspect of that when it comes to stretching is just like breaking over that, breaking open that pattern of, of posture that, that keeps us connected to the way we've been doing things. Yeah. And there's not a lot we, we get to hold on to right now of the way we've been doing things. That's the, that's the rub here is that mm. we're being pushed into the unknown, maybe kicking and screaming, <laughs> but we have an opportunity to not do it kicking and screaming, but really to do it with awareness, you know, to have consciousness about, okay, yes, who I was yesterday or how the world was yesterday is not how it is today. And tomorrow it's likely to be different again. And, and it's doing it in such a big way that we're really being called to, to pay attention. It's like we, we can't get away with, with doing things in a habitual way and, and be okay with that. Yeah, it really puts us in, a, it can really put us in a corner. I, I know from experience, I spent uh, a day and a half in my home, uh, no alone time really. Mm. And, uh, and I just so slowly started buckling forward energetically and, and somewhat physically too, until by the end of the day, I was exhausted and, and, and I could just feel so many different emotions just tumbling through my body. Um, it's it's like the the norm the normal things in life can feel so different now with this with this like resonance of oh my gosh what's happening what's mm -hmm. going on right now yeah well <clears throat> love it or hate it uh, you know this will be the new normal for a long time you know even once all of this clears up there I think there's going to be a massive hangover and so it's really finding ourselves and finding how we can choose to perceive this as an opportunity to become better individuals, both as a community member and as an individual. You know, I'm a big runner and I, I still am making every attempt to get out there and do it solo, unfortunately, but making sure that I'm still being the best person whom I can be. Um, and that goes, you know, the same through meditation, but, you know, from a, from a coaching standpoint, how do you guide others to make sure that they have that similar mindset? It's a great question, Trey. Um, I, I do, I do and have done for almost three and a half years, a regular live online on zoom, actually, um, Trey meditation session. And I, and I started it with the idea of people need a regular place to come and meditate if they don't already do it on their own. And then got to see um, what could happen online because I work with energy and I work with energy even online with people individually. And as people came come together and then get to share their experience afterwards of what, the, what happened during the meditation, it's a profound opportunity to have that experience of community with and and have that experience of their own interconnection and and um so that's something that you know i'm i'm starting to offer i'm opening that up because i'm seeing the need is so great for that kind of thing right now uh and then with my one-to-one -one clients with my with my um uh individual clients where i can't see them you know individually and and uh, 
do something, you know, maybe hands-on energetically. There's a lot that can happen online with being able to um, teach people how to go inside, teach people about, first of all, paying attention to their own feeling body is what I think of it as. And, you know, and Ernie, you mentioned that too, about, you know, you're paying attention to your body, but that feeling body, that sensory body to know, oh, oh, this is not okay how I've been moving along. I need to create some time alone, or I need to go out running, as you said, Trey. It, you know, that, that ability to tune in is, I think, something that's a really big, um, big opportunity for learning about, for teaching about. And Lori, going back just a, just a little bit, you mentioned uh, you practice a certain type of meditation. Can you expound upon that a little bit? That's not something I'm personally familiar with. Mm, sure. Well, it, it, tray meditation um, was brought through by a, by a teacher of mine. I was gifted the stewardship of it um, over 20 years ago. And tray meditation is is not just about like getting quiet and you know meditating but it's 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 what i think of is it's an active meditation in the sense of being actively willing and available to receive so it's not just um what could i say just spacing out or thinking about anything it's and it's not a guided meditation it's silent but i'm working with with energy, as I said, during that time of the meditation with people, because it makes it more easy, it makes it easier for them to connect in. It makes it easier for them to relax, to get quiet. And then it's a connecting to that fact that we are all energy. The universe is, is comprised of energy and we are part of that. And then it's how do we tune into that so that we start to be able to um, connect with our own inner compass. Hmm. You know, something that's coming up as we talk here, somewhat of an insight for me, um, you know, through this whole experience of uh, this virus traveling through and the, the, the challenge of health and then the fears and the anxiety that might be coming through, um, I'm looking in my own ways, how do I step up my leadership here? Like I've been mm -hmm. cultivating for three years now for this, for, to be of service in this moment. Yeah. And, and I'm really realizing that, like realizing that in, in a different way. You know, it's like we're, sometimes we're out here looking at how we can make our businesses better, um, how we can make more money. Like this is me, but I, but I, yeah. I believe this is a, a lot of people in the, the personal development and, and, and coaching and meditation realm, it can, there's a, there's an aspect of business to it, but, but now it's just simply how do, how do I show up in a way that I'm, I'm bringing the most of my leadership and giving it as much as possible. And, and one of those things is, is showing up for people in, in like a similar fashion to you having these meditation classes. I've opened up some spots to do that with people and, and mm -hmm. we'll be doing that, you know, throughout the next few weeks um, or indefinitely actually at this point. But another thing comes up for me in, in regards to all of this and it's one being there for people. And then also this thought of how do I, how do I encourage people to cultivate their own practice because I can be there for them, right? Once a week, twice a week mm -hmm. or more, 
but I won't be there always. And, and so I wonder like if, if anything comes up for you guys about helping people bring this home, bring, bringing this type of presence and awareness home. Oh, I, I love that Ernie. And I really do. I think that's so important. Um, and you mentioned that sense of, of being of service to the world. Um, and I'm hearing that theme from a lot of people right now is, it's, it's almost like, well, you know, I guess you said it, I, I've been in training for this and train, you know, we don't think of training in this in quite the same way as, um, you know, training to run a marathon or, but it's like, we've been preparing. There's a lot of people that feel like they've been preparing for this time um, to step up, to, to be that, um, to be that, that, that beacon of light. Yeah. 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 It, I, and I've, and I've also had the sense that, that as we come together, whether it's in a group or with our clients or like the three of us, it's, it's like we become a, what I called the other day, then a node of light. It's like, we're, we're saying, okay, we're willing to be here to anchor more light onto the planet. Mm. I agree. Yeah. And you know, <clears throat> I, I, I had a couple years ago. I took a strict stance against social media. I have since let up that grip a little bit, and I've done my best to surround myself, both physically and digitally, around people who offer positivity in the world, who offer ambition and courage. And so, seeing that seeing those beacons of light online and in real life, it's, it helps lift you up. Um, because I know I am only looking at one element of the world. And I know there are people out there who are not adhering to, you know, social distancing, people who are still going to the bars and people making poor decisions. But, you know, we have to do our best to make sure that we are providing that guidance to people who may not know, you know, why these things are important. And being a part of the entrepreneurial space and, you know, a, a fairly large town of Columbus, Ohio, a lot of, a lot of my friends are, are terrified that they're going to go out of business. Not everybody operates solely online like I do. And that I feel like I need to do something and I'm still working on figuring out what that is to help support those people. Restaurants, I'm, I'm, I'm terrified for the people or my friends who own restaurants because mm -hmm. while they're still offering delivery and pickup, this is going to be, this is going to be a very trying time. So, you know, there's something that all of us can do to support, you know, those who are struggling right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Trey, I've, I've had the very same feeling about the restaurants. And I, I said to my husband um, yesterday, I said, even though we have food and whatever, I still want to do some ordering in, you know, or some pickup because it just feels it's we're, we're part of that community and we love our restaurateurs and, you know, and, and thinking about the workers, what are they going to do? And so it, when I've been seeing that, um, seeing people speaking about that, I'm just, I'm so grateful. And even if we just did, if everybody did that once a week, yeah. it, it goes a long way towards um, being able to support, again, that bigger picture. The fact that we are all in this together. We are. We are. 
And so that said, and again, for the sake of our audience, uh, Lori, you offer once, twice a week uh, Zoom meditations. How would people find that? Uh, because I know our audience would love to be a part of that if it's open. It, it, there is a cost, but it's a monthly subscription. It, you know, and so, and it's $49. I'm not raising that price. I might even have to, you know, put more times in to appeal to more of uh, some of the European time zones more easily. Um, and they go onto my website, which is www.bacainstitute.com, and they can find that. And I can, do you, if you have show notes, I can link the direct link for that. Um, and it, it's something that because people, you know, people's schedules are all changing right now, I offer it at two different times in the week, but each one is different because I do a little talk and it's a teaching talk. It's a way to connect in. It's a way to get inspired. And, and then there's the meditation time and then there's the sharing time and it's 45 minutes. So even if you're still working, you know, going out to work, it's not a lot of time to take out from your day. Yeah. And, uh, and I have a library of well over 350 sessions. If you can't make something live, you get to, you get to go in and, and uh, do the recording. That's wonderful. Now, I, I do want to ask, do you ever do in-person meditation classes? That's something that Ernie and I have started building structure around. Mm -hmm. We have one scheduled for April, and there's a conversation that Ernie and I need to have in regard to the viability of that, but that's going to be done offline. But, you know, it's something that we want to continue doing, and I'm just curious if that's something you ever do. Oh, yeah, 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 yes, I do. Um, I do a tray meditation intensives, actually, in a, over a weekend, um, I used to do live, you know, evening kinds of things, just haven't been doing that recently. Um, but no, I, I, I hope that you can find a way to do that because it's so needed right now. It is. And, uh, you know, we're a little far apart from each other to support each other directly, but who knows, you know, who knows what, what could be um, as we move forward. So, so I want to jump in. Yeah, I was going to say if you <laughs> about what you're doing and what you're offering right now, that would be great. I'd love my sure. opinion about that. Sure. Yeah. So I'm. I'm. Uh, I don't have set times, but I'm opening up meditation classes weekly. Um, I have two scheduled for this week, and then I'm also going to open up my men's group, uh, which is. A local thing that I do, um, but we're moving that virtual with Zoom, and I'm opening that half of that meeting up um, to any man that wants to um, sit with us through our embodiment practices, mm. and then and then the second half will be just the men from the initial group, um, and those those two things. Um, if if people are interested in times or you know viability for their for their uh, schedule, they can email me at embodied dot you at gmail and uh other than that uh, i really am doing my best to to make myself open individually as well to support people in my circle um and and elsewhere if other people are just just for some reason feel like you know they resonate with what i'm saying or or mm -hmm. who i feel to be then then i'm doing my best to make myself open there for yeah. some one-on-one -on -one time uh, that can be pretty powerful as well absolutely yeah. ernie could you say a little bit about um the embodied practice this is that you're doing at the beginning of the men's group what that yeah is? yeah totally uh so i studied last year 
under John Wineland. And uh, he, he has done profound work um, in men's embodiment and established these connections between meditation, uh, breath work, Kundalini yoga, and, uh, and giving them in a way that, um, that also supports uh, transformation of, of, um, of our mind at the same time. Um, it, and so from what I've learned there, I've began expanding uh, my knowledge base around breath work and, and, and Kundalini yoga. In addition to my daily practice, I've been giving that to people um, and, and sharing with that with people. And it's, it's literally uh, one of the most incredible experiences for me because in simply doing these practices, uh, things have shed from my consciousness, you know, there's things that I've carried for a long time. So a, a large part can be just showing up and doing these practices and they can break free some of these insecurities, these fears, this habitual nature that we have in the world. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I do in the men's group uh, and in my one-on-one sometimes uh it, we we do a lot of embodiment work and then throughout that uh process we also do some sharing and some uh discussion work so the the embodiment work would be open to anybody oh that's great that's a wonderful offering and and um and, and if you have a link that you can send me i will put that in our show notes okay that directly yeah. that's great thank you yeah so I feel like we're still rolling, and, uh, and I, I just want to bring something else up that keeps popping into my mind here. Um, you know, I, it seems like a lot of assumptions are being made and tied to in this process. You know, um, people are speculating on how long this is going to last and then the end result impact of what it means uh, for their life in particular. And, and everyone's doing this, or a lot of people, let's say, are doing this. and. Uh, and have almost already decided what's going to happen. And, uh, and I just, for me, I think one of the most valuable things we can do is inquire into that place. Um, Byron Katie's work, if anybody is familiar with that, has been one of the most profound practices and most simple and most profound practice that I've found. It's the easiest thing I've found to do to shift my state. And it's the, it's, it works wonders, um, you know, and, and, and I can just say, we can one step into today saying this is going to last until December, the schools are going to be shut down. And, and then we can also say it just as easily because we don't know if that's true. We can just as easily say, actually, they're probably going to find a cure tomorrow and it's going to be something that's common in every single, you know, outpatient facility in the country. It's something they already have. And this is actually the cure. You know, it's just as likely that we can say either of those things would happen. We just don't know. And so attaching to certain beliefs, calling them true, and then uh, that dictating our, our movement, our thoughts, and the way that we interact with our lives and our world and, and our loved ones, um, I, I would just you know, encourage people to question that. Is that true? And, and, and how do I show up when I believe that's true, when I believe this is going to last until August and that my business is going to be in the dirt by the end of it? How do I show up today? Yeah. And then how would I show up if it wasn't, if, if it wasn't true, if I didn't believe that? Yeah. We have the opportunity in, in that moment to go one direction or another. And, and 
because we because our thoughts impact everything and we create through our thoughts we have the the chance right now to go in that direction like like you just said of hey it's they may find the cure tomorrow they can find the cure tomorrow and it's going to be something easily available so we get to create right now with how we think and and that's maybe a bottom line thing that each of us can can look to and see the, see the possibilities too. I, someone told me yesterday, I have not had a chance to actually check this for myself, but someone who I trust told me yesterday that the canals in Venice are clear, which was astounding to me. They are smelly, awful things and they're clear. Mm. You can see to the bottom. Yeah, you know wow. that you know, like Wuhan, the cloud of of pollution wow. is gone. Yeah. People are hearing birds. Yes, <laughs> that feels really good. It, it does. does. It's very profound. It it feels like it feels like a reset, essentially. That's exactly the word that that had been coming to me this morning, Trey. Yes, reset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, how. <sighs> So if we are essentially resetting the world, you know, again, how do we, and this is, I, this is something that we all ask ourselves, I don't think there's one universal answer, how do we reset our, ourselves? How do we reset mm. internally so we can reframe the perspective that we have on the situation? So like you said, Ernie, so we aren't making everything seem like a disaster, like it's going to last for the next eight months. We don't know. Yeah. How to reset our, our mindset. Mm -hmm. Take advantage of our consciousness. And, and that, honestly, I, I would just beat a dead horse with this conversation, but <laughs> just getting away from everything that uh, is, is inputting something just for some period of time, even 30 minutes. You know, I, when I first started meditating, I began to realize how uncomfortable it was for me to sit still. My entire childhood, like up through high school and then even into college, um, where I then went to a doctor and was diagnosed as ADD, um, I, I realized as I started to meditate, I just didn't want to sit still. There was something that's within me happening that wouldn't allow me to just sit there. And and then my thoughts are running wild. And so after a while of trying to meditate and finding some success and not having success, I started simply setting an alarm for 20 minutes. And I, and I didn't say I'm meditating. I didn't say this is what I'm doing. I'm not connecting. I'm not folding my you know, index finger to my thumb. I'm, I'm just sitting still for 20 minutes. I cannot move my body for 20 <laughs> minutes, 25 minutes. Um, but but once, once I started allowing myself to do that, um, and the thoughts would start to fall away and there's a clarity that comes with that. And it's what I believe is, is our connection to consciousness is that, that clearing out of all of the, the muck that we pick up from the moment we start looking at our phones or having conversations with people. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, that's it for me really. Yeah. We start being able to discern the, the signal from the noise. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Yeah. So that said, that, that being a segue, Lori, outside of the noise, what are you working on now? What are you working on coming up in the future um, that, that you hope to attain personally and professionally? Ooh, big question. Wow. Um, you, you know what's so interesting about that question is, is 
how I would maybe respond to that differently in this moment than I might have even last week. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, and I don't. I almost don't even know where to begin to answer that. Um, I have been recreating my focus with my with my work. Um, going more around those people that are the innovators, the visionaries, the, the product designers, the company founders. And because we need innovation right now, we need an innovation, I want to say pretty desperately. And yet innovation that's disconnected from, from the inner, the inner space, from that, that, um, that inner guidance falls flat it becomes too hard to push the rock up the hill or it's like it doesn't even fit the need and so it's got to be aligned with with our own our own inner selves when we're innovating and I I, because it's been it's been the thing that has changed me more than anything in my life which is recognizing realizing that I do have presence within I do have a connection to, uh, to an, an, a, something that knows where my personality or my intellect doesn't know. And having developed that ability to connect with that and to tap into that, I trust that. I trust that implicitly. And I want that for other people. I want that very same thing because that's what the world needs. It is. It is. And to kind of tie into the original thesis of this conversation, how can you do that as a podcaster? How can you do that with an audience? You know, what can you do for those people who respect, you know, the, 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 the things you put out there into the world? Mm-hmm. Whether a podcaster, an author, um, a teacher, uh, you know, a leader of any kind. Yeah. And, and that we're, you know, we're even leaders within our own families. Think about that. So that ability to to connect with what's true and and to recognize that that we have a responsibility in the world right now that's bigger than maybe it's ever been. That's a lot to take in, and uh, <laughs> I was thinking, really are you guys still there? Yeah. We are. No, we are. It's, um... Honestly, I just liked the silence because yeah. when when you say something like that, um, people are listening to this. I imagine, mm-hmm. like for myself, um, something came up there mm-hmm. in in the silence. Mm-hmm. Something that was important. Something that meant something, and uh, I would just encourage anybody listening. Uh, to look back at that moment and see what was what might have been there for them and what it means about their life and, and their leadership moving forward. Mm-hmm. Thank you for calling that out, Ernie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that willingness to find those those moments of silence and to cherish them. I'll be the first to admit that that can be difficult for me (laughs) sometimes. Uh, Ernie knows that, um, but I I am learning from him and I I do appreciate uh, 
what he what he teaches me. I mean, it is we are constantly barraged with feedback from a million different directions, and if we can't take the initiative to find it, it just won't happen. Mm-hmm. You need to remove all of these sources of distraction so you can find your inner peace. Yeah. Or we get hit in the head with a cosmic two by four that says, pay attention. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I bet we all have stories about our own cosmic two by fours. I could build a house. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was falling off the, the uh, back of a stage a month and a half ago. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Yeah. You okay? Um, I'm, I will be. That's, yeah. that's good. <laughs> Yeah, it's like uh, we, or this is my imagination of it, and what what seems true for me is uh, something. You know, I, I will uh, I will sit and I'll find something, or something will come to me that makes sense, and and I will drive towards it with with, uh, or not even drive towards it, but it just kind of pulls me, you know, and and there's not really ambition, and then somewhere in there. Um, my my ego or like what I believe should be added to it or what how I think it could uh benefit me you know uh these types of thoughts might come in and then I'll start attaching these things to it and uh at some point it's like that cosmic two by four comes in and knocks me in the head and it's like you're forgetting something you forgot you forgot this 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 was service or you forgot that um you're not bringing unconditional love with this or, or whatever it is. It's like a reminder to step back and then collect whatever it was that you left, that I left, you know, and, and then move forward again with that. Yes. Yeah. Wow. This has been an, uh, such a rich and deep and um, personal in a way. I mean, not not so much you know sharing details or particularly of our lives, but it just feels somehow very personal. I, I, and I'm yeah. not sure why I say that. Um, and yet, I, at the same time, it feels like we're scratching the surface. So I'm I'm hoping there's an opportunity down the road to continue exploring that. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't see why not. Yeah. Would well, one of you go ahead? Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, would one of you be willing to um, just, again, give your podcast name and, you know, where people can find you? Oh, of course. I was getting ready to ask you the same thing. (laughs) Um, So Ernie and I make up the Mosaic Life podcast uh, where you can find deep and earnest conversations between Ernie and myself, uh, stimulating interviews such as this or collaborations, as it were, um, guided meditations, and most recently, uh, intimate talks uh, where either Ernie or myself uh, take five or 10 minutes to discuss topics that uh, we've been meditating upon. Uh, You can find us at uh, onemosaic.life. That is all spelled out. And then you can also find us on Instagram at onemosaiclife. If you have any interest in becoming a part of our show, uh, or have any feedback, of course, you can email us at onemosaiclife at gmail.com. Great. Thank you, Trey. Do either yeah. of you have any kind of last mm, sparkles of brilliance you want to share? <laughs> I Just will defer yeah, to Ernie. Okay, great. Defer to Ernie then. <laughs> I do. I do want to say something as we, yes. as we part ways, especially for our listeners. I'm sure your listeners already have um, an understanding of this. Uh, but, you know, Trey and and 
you and Trey had met up to discuss doing this and I hadn't met you until today. So I was spending time looking at some of your work and um, listening to your podcast and listening to some talks you've given and other podcasts that you've been on. So anybody listening to this that is just now um, coming into Lori's world or Lori's just now coming into your world, everything that I listened to of hers, of yours, Lori, um, was a, a great, gentle and powerful reminder to lean back into myself uh, and, and connect uh, to, to my inner truth, to my inner knowing, and to uh, unconditional love. I mean, those are two words that you kept saying and, and most of everything that I listened to, inner knowing and unconditional love. And, mm-hmm. and in the end, I feel like that's the, that's the consciousness that we're all seeking, especially in a time like this, but definitely. So check out her work, check out uh, her podcast. And then of course, um, anything else you can find in a Google search. <laughs> oh, thank you, Ernie. I really, I really appreciate that. I feel moved by your words, and I, and I, I feel them. I mean, they really, they really have impact to me on me. Mm. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, and I will say, from you know, as my way of of closing this for Wisdom Talk Radio is just to thank our listeners for being with us today, and you know, and invite you to. Come back to Wisdom Talk regularly um, for more wisdom, discovery, and illumination. And just like with um, uh, the Mosaic Life, you can find us on all of the podcast platforms that are out there and leave us a review because that helps people access the wisdom and transformation so that the audience grows and that that transformation grows. And, um, and then this, the last thing I will say is, you know, for more, if you're interested in more about fast tracking yourself and your ideas from ideation to creation and revenue, come and find me, Laurie Seymour, over at thebacainstitute.com. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook.